Welcome to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast with me, Sarah Jolly Jarvis. I'm here to share with you real life stories from high performing salespeople and business owners, as well as my own insights and learnings around what's working well right now in the sales world, telling things like it is without the sleeves. Hello, welcome to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jolly Jarvis, and I'm here today to talk to you about particularly good topic, which is sales. Um, More specifically, I'm here to talk to you about how anyone can learn to sell. Yes, that is right. I'm not to do myself a disservice, um, but, you know, I'm not special. I've learned skills. Um, I've had help. I've had a natural propensity um, to to communicate and, and and talk and find out things. But you can learn. There's, there's one key element that you really need. Um, but other than that, you can definitely learn to sell effectively. Um, you may be able to, unfortunately, hear I have chosen a particularly wet morning to record the podcast. And so um, hopefully uh, you won't be able to pick up the uh, the drumming that is going on on the roof um, as it rains. I was a bit like, this was not forecast. Um, but hopefully um, that won't detract from the podcast. Um, so <laughs> as I've got up early to record it and Jacob, who edits it, needs it because how rude but he's um he's having a couple of days off work how rude to move house um so so anyway moving on so first of all I just wanted to give you a quick update on what was going on at Selling Without Sleeves there's been changes um explaining these changes I believe you know not only helps me to communicate with my audience around what's been going on um and to to give you more information and buy-in on what what's happening but it can also give you an insight and and ideas for your own business updates we are in soft launch phase with the book so i don't have all the resources available um, but i'm getting people to to review it to to go through and give feedback you know it would be particularly difficult to change anything significant at this point and obviously still keep with the deadline but feedback is feedback and i'd rather get it at this stage so that's quite exciting, quite weird. It's a bit like getting people to read your diary. Quite personal, it's quite insightful. And yeah, it feels really weird and that people are reading it and I'm sharing it. I don't know why, because that's kind of what happened to the book. Uh, but now it's happening. Um, yeah, strange. So I do have drum roll for this. Um, the book is going to be launched. And so launch date on the book is the 10th. Of May. That's right. The 10th of May is when the book is going to be out uh, in the public domain for anybody to download electronically for Kindle off the Amazon website. And the worksheets are going to be up on what is the new website. So yes, um, exciting element number two. Um, I have been working on, obviously, everyone knows about the branding. I talked around that last week. The website has also had a, an update So the website hasn't really um, existed in the format that it is now. It has a blog area. It's got about me page. Um, It used to be a single scroll page, which was really the landing page for the challenge. Um, Yes, that is right. I run a challenge. And going back to the challenge uh, podcast, if you aren't familiar with that, but this time last year, I ran a challenge through uh, called Selling Through the Storm. And then on the back of that, I launched the Academy. I sold in excess of, it was £45,000 worth of, of, of 
spaces on that academy. I did all that without a all singing, all dancing website. It was a website, www.sellingwithoutsleaves.com um, was actually the landing page for the challenge. So it just goes to show that you don't need all that all singing or dancing to enable you to generate income in your business um, and to test the waters. Um, so don't feel like in order to get your business off the ground, you have to have all these things in place. Um, if it wasn't for the challenge, if it hadn't have been um, for that, then I probably wouldn't have bothered at that point with a website. And so, yeah, you know, it would have gone in onto a holding page or it just wouldn't have, have, have been in existence. And, you know, I believe based on clients that I've, you know, taken on in the in the previous six six to twelve months of me going off on Matley, I believe that I would have I would have got those anyway. The vast majority did not check out the website and then the website was obviously a landing page. It just does show what resources you actually do do need. Uh, versus what we think we need when we're preparing all these things and business cards and everything else. And yet, just for your FYI, I do not have business cards um, for selling without sleeves. And, you know, my intention isn't to get any anytime soon. There we go. I do love a bit of stationery as well. So, you know, it's very, very sad that I don't have uh, business cards. But it doesn't, you know, for me and and the way that I obtain clients, I don't need them. Um, So I don't have them. Yes, the website is out. That has been a, and to be honest, it hasn't been that painful. Um, I got a gentleman um, called Jeremy to do that. Uh, Jeremy Bolton from TY Media, um, who's a local guy who he's actually done some work with me historically. And yeah, we got him to do the website and he did a really great job of it. It was really good. Obviously, you know, I have a rapport with him anyway, so I was able to trust him. But I think actually if I'd come in quite cold, um, I would have been been quite comfortable. Probably the only thing is, is he's pretty laid back at the beginning. <laughs> I was a bit like, oh, do you want more forms from me or more information from me? Um, he was like, oh, you know, I'm just going to mop this up and then, um, you know, I'll send you it and then you can go from there and give feedback. And that's how he works. Um, he creates something and you give feedback on it rather than you trying to describe something and plucking it out thinner. Um, it really worked for me, but I think that was the only stage at which I was a bit like, um, really? And when you're first starting out, obviously that was, the, yeah quite a surprise that um he didn't want some sort of illustrations or I suppose I could have provided him with all that I really like this website because but it wasn't requested um so yeah but, but I'm really really happy with the finished article so please do pop along and have a look at that um and yeah you know feedback is, is always great sarah at sendingwithoutsleaves.com um is the email address you can use uh if you want to to let me know and your thoughts or incidentally have any questions for me um i'm going to do a questions um podcast in a few weeks time i believe that is everything i mean obviously i'm back in the office and everything seems to be um my time is being sapped up ironically again i had my podcasting equipment i managed my expectations this time so i kept it in the car um because it's a bit of a monstrosity to carry in but um yeah, I didn't use it again um, at work, hence the early morning and the rain. Um, but, you know, we listen to rain music sometimes in bed, so um, it's supposed to be relaxing. Martin does it. I'm not that that big a fan, but I can cope. Um, so hopefully, you know, maybe this will be like me, sales with a bit of relaxation. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. What I wanted to do today was share with you the foreword that Dan Meredith wrote for my book. So Dan Meredith, just as a bit of a background... He's been a mentor for us for, it was a couple of years we worked with Dan. It was a really great 
time. It helped us really push the business forwards. Um, and now, you know, he is one of those people who we can call on, we can depend on, we can talk through things with, and we really, you know, continue to value and will always value his opinion. Um, he's a really great guy, really genuine guy. Um, he's also the best-selling author of How to Be. How can I do this without swearing? I'm just, I'm just going to swear and then Jacob can just beep me out. Um, so How to Be fucking awesome. So I'm going to start with this foreword with something a little different. This is Dan, by the way, not me. But I promise it will make sense when you get to the end. You are not special, neither is Sarah, and neither am I for that matter. Motivational A, let me explain. As of writing, I've known Sarah for over two years and have had the pleasure of mentoring her for that period of time. She's a normal person, married, three kids, two dogs, and all the life responsibilities that come with that. Yet I've seen her not only sell life-changing content to her clients, but also grow her own business. She's worked with hundreds of individuals who aren't special. And what, I'm, what I mean by that is they aren't what you would call natural salespeople. You know the type, high energy, extroverted, often the centre of attention and full of conversation. If you're a natural like that, awesome. It can be very useful. I'll have a side note on that in a minute, guys. However, Sarah's gift, I believe, is to work with normal people. Many quite naturally introverted and show them how to sell in a way that fits their personality, their belief, their energy to create highly profitable businesses, which lead eventually to an abundance of money, time and freedom. Most of the issues I've come across when I see an expert trying to teach someone how to sell more effectively is they share what's worked for them. And they often fall into the high energy self-promotional type. What Sarah does and what this book will do if you apply the advice over time is show you how you can find your own style of sales that works for you, no matter your personality. I think this is truly game changing. I've seen firsthand the power of her work and how she takes normal humans and makes them special, giving them the tools, confidence and mindset to sell without coming across as sleazy or pushy. And once you have taken the time to learn and apply what she teaches, it's just down to you to take your genius out into the world and get paid what you're worth, which I think is pretty cool. In closing, I'll just say that sales and the ability to sell, especially in the current climate, 2020, is going to be one of the most valuable skills to master. And with Sarah's direction, your future is going to be bright. Here's to your future sales success. So that is Dan's foreword. And when I first read that, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And, you know, he does copy. He's, he's a, you know, he's a very successful copywriter. But actually, the more I've read that, the more I, I really like it and, and how true it is. Um, and one of the things that I wanted to sort of note from that the whole extrovert, the whole centre of attention people. Everyone thinks about salespeople. They think about those people. They think about that personality, particularly the introverts. And um, they think, you know what, I'm not that person. I can't be that person. And the key thing is with sales is actually it's a lot easier to learn sales. And I believe you can be a lot more effective at sales naturally if you aren't extroverted because the reason is um <laughs> that whole principle of you have two ears and one mouth and you should use them in that order um to, to that you know ratio is is really spot on you know you don't want to be the person dominantly talking in a conversation with your clients or potential clients because you need to understand where they're coming from they need to feel heard they can't feel heard if you're the person who needs to take over needs to be center of attention all the time. I'm not saying that all extroverts are like that, but they do tend to dominate conversations. The plus point of the introvert is they naturally don't. They naturally listen and come out with valuable things. That is particularly useful in sales. And so if you give me an introvert or an extrovert, I would choose the introvert to teach sales to. Having said that, 
He is right. I do. And what I enjoy doing is helping you develop your own sales toolkit. And that's selling in your own style, using your own words, using the, the, you know, the go-to phrases that you are comfortable with. There are lots and lots of people. And one of the reasons which motivated me to start doing selling without stays to start sales training was because the gurus out there, you get people in a room and you teach them, you know, how to do these things. And what you do is you, you make them mini versions of you. That is that person. That is that salesperson. And, you know, I have done a lot of sales training, particularly when I was in um, medical sales. They, they love to put their sales team on, on training courses. It ticks a box. Um, they believe, you know, that and, 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 then, and to be fair, the, the facts and figures were there. Get the team, put them in a room, get them trained up. And, you know, you will see sales increase, partly because it's motivation, you know, the motivation, partly because the accountability that goes with it, because you'll have additional field visits and everything else. But you will see the uplift in sales by putting sales teams through training. And because I'll pick up little elements, I'll pick up things where they have shortfalls, which, you know, they haven't they haven't thought of before. And it's investment. So they did it a lot. It was all very scripted. It was all very say this and say that. And my concern was, wait a minute. Other people have gone on this course. We're going to all sound like little robots. Um, and so what I am super keen to do is to help people find their own way, find their own route, find what's comfortable for them. And that's why I believe that anyone can sell. Now, I do have a little caveat. It's a little bit like lots of things um, where they're like, actually, it's only so-and-so effective. A bit like condoms. Isn't it 97% effective? They don't write that all over the box, though, do they? But, you know, you do have a small percentage of people and, you know, putting this in perspective throughout the entire time that I was in sales and then did sales training in pharmaceutical sales, the entire time that I've been teaching people and I'm working with people to develop their sales. I have come across two people. That's two people who shouldn't be selling. They shouldn't they shouldn't be in sales. Um, One of those people just did not get it. And, and from a social perspective, did not understand. And that was actually their own business. You know, they, they shouldn't, they're, they're, they would be better off investing in somebody else representing them because they, yes, they were passionate, but they just could not grasp. They just were not aware. They didn't have the awareness in and the, and the, and the communication skills and the social awareness and, and the personal awareness um, to to be able to do their, their business justice. And the other person was somebody in sales who, quite frankly, just should not, around people (laughs) Um, let alone selling to them because you know their their ethics um, and then their morals were not there you know two people out of you know we are talking hundreds hundreds of people that I've come into contact with all is not lost Um, I am sure that you are not in that that half a percent that one percent of people who shouldn't sell you're communicating on a regular basis it's not a foreign language um, it's it's unusual and it's a different approach and it's different terminology maybe you know you're you're being persuasive but anybody who has ever had to convince somebody to do something they don't want to do or you know fight their own corner and and, and put over um, a suggestion a proposal of, of something that they want to do that they've had to get other people to, to buy into they have sold you have been selling and so you just need to use those skills and, and mindfully use those towards a specific goal. And, and you can learn to do that and you will learn to do that in your own way. And what I mean by that is you don't use words outside of your own vocabulary. You don't say things that you wouldn't 
be willing to say, for example, in front of a friend or a member of your family, um, I'm always like, you know, would you say that in front of your other half or would you feel really like awkward doing it? And, you know, using your own moral compass. Yes, I have had times where I've thought, oh, if only that person would, you know, be a little bit more assertive. But they are where they're at. And if that's what that's what crosses them that line between I'm selling and helping this person out and I'm being pushy and sleazy, then that's where they're at. I always refer to sales as being like a chili scale. And what I mean by that is to people's tolerances to chili and what's hot are different. For me, I'm a bit of a calmer girl. So, you know, I am being super, you know, temperature, spicy, adventurous if I have a tikka masala. Yeah. Those of you which are really into your hot foods are probably thinking, you know, what a wuss at this point. Um, and, and think that, you know, probably you're laughing at me. Um, and that's absolutely fine because, you know, that's where my tolerancy is. And I'd say that I'm probably just above a tikka masala on, on the, the sales sleaze scale. You know, where am I at? You know, where do I consider things to be sleazy? I'm probably, I'd say, average to, to pushing slightly above average. I think that if you truly believe that you can help somebody, I'm not, you know, a dog with a bone and I take the hint, but I want to feel like I've done my best to help that person see um, how they can make their life easier. And, you know, for me, my best is, is that I've been clear. I've been respectful. I haven't been ridiculously pushy. I haven't made it so that that person would, if they saw me coming, they'd cross the road and pretend they weren't looking. You know, I've followed it up timely. I've helped them as much as possible if they genuinely wanted um, to that to create that change. Um, and so it's working within that person's boundaries and working within that boundaries and what they're willing to achieve has enabled people to go from people who can't sell to people who feel confident in selling. And, and that's what I'm here to do. That's what I want to do. Does that mean that for some people at the bottom of the, the slea scale, the chili scale, that they have missed out on sales? Potentially. But the important thing is, is that they remain confident, you know, in their own approach, in their own skills, maintaining their own morals and integrity. Um, you do not want to leave, you know, <laughs> your integrity in tatters, but got, have got that sale. You don't want to look at yourself and think, crikey, what have I become? And you don't need to. And that's the thing. That's what I really wanted. The aim of this podcast today was to inspire you that anyone can sell. Okay. You have to put an effort in. You have to, you have to want to do it, but anyone can sell. What I would say though, is something that you need to have. And I can't give you, I can't teach you is passion. Okay, I can I can help you share your passion and get that information out there, but I cannot give you passion. So come to me with passion and enthusiasm and a willingness to learn and I can help you sell more. And that has been the aim with the book, enabling people to access um, the ability and the information to sell um, and grow their business more. And and that's what um, that's what it's all about. And that's why I believe that I can help so many people with this book who can't necessarily access me one-to-one or in a group scenario right now, um, but they can start making changes in their business. Once they generate that more income, they can, if they want, to continue to develop their sales, work with me. So on that note, guys, I'm going to leave it with you for now. I hope you've enjoyed it. Next week, I'm going to be um, reading, well, I'm going to be sharing with you actually an excerpt from the um, the audiobook, um, the introduction on, you know, why I do sales 
um, and how it came came to this is the uh, the title of chapter one. Without further ado, guys, I'm going to leave you to it. Have a great week. I hope the rain stops because we are due to go camping this weekend. Camping with three little children. So um, three children under four. Wonderful. Well, four and under. So yeah, three children under five. Wow, that'll make a massive difference. So yes, um, wish me luck. So um, enjoy the back holiday guides and I will speak to you next week. Bye for now. Happy selling. Thanks for listening to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you are listening from to leave us a review. It's a good way for us to know what you like so we can create more of it.